Because it went down. It shortly went down. Welterweight action Saturday night at the AT&T Stadium. Errol Spence indeed stops Ugas. Or should I say Ugas? I always say Ugas. You know what I'm saying? It's Ugas. Stopped Ugas in the 10th round and wins his third welterweight title. Now, we also got another subtopic here on this topic. We got a lot of subs today. We throwing subs. But let's stay on the initial topic here. Just given our takeaways and reactions to the fight, and indeed, basically, through 10 rounds, I realized that Ugas can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. He couldn't handle Edward Spence, the truth. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, Spence, this was the best Spence I ever seen, and probably ever. Ever. Honestly. And I'm not here to, because it's Monday, overreaction Monday, here we go. No. It's real Lil Monday. Keep it real on a Monday. How about that? And not keep it real on this Monday. This was the best Spence I've seen ever. When I'm talking about looking sharp, just looking crisp, very sharp, very focused. And you can tell when somebody's putting in the work. You can tell when somebody's putting in the work during training camp. And indeed he did. And that's why when I started off my, my little um, take preview in the fight, I said, Everybody need to stop in their tracks about this, oh, this new Spence not being the same Spence that fought Sean Porter. Negro, this is the best Spence ever. Okay, this is better than the one that fought Sean Porter. Okay, this is a Spence. When you think about all the things that happened, this is a Spence that is more focused now. This is not digging in the scene with the gangster lean Spence here. All right? Rooftop, gone. Okay, I'm at the top of my game. Nobody could beat me. I'm cocky as hell. Nah, there's new Spence that had to deal with everything. The trauma of injuries, the trauma of his core flipping over. He looked death in the face and took its mask off. Spence, that's an animal right there. Okay, that's a guy that's going to be having a lot more to prove. Ah, motivation. You see, the reason why I can relate to that is because if the real little got no motivation, the real little ain't waking up. I had a tough time waking up out my bed this morning. I'm not even going to lie. That's why I was a little late to, to get on this recording. But at the same time, there was a lot of motivation. But Spence, he found new motivation now. Okay, people doubted him. Oh, he's not going to be the same. He's not going to look the same. He shut all that up in this fight against you guys, and he looked crazy good. First of all, okay, uppercuts, right hooks, those were his go-to tools in his toolbox. Okay, literally getting on the inside and the body shots to you guys, you guys didn't have an answer, answer for um, Spence. It was basically selective, you know, on um, punches versus the barrage of punches. For every one that you guys do, Spence threw six. And that's basically what it came down to. You know, what Spence was like, listen, I'm the better fighter. I'm going to break you down. I'm going to walk you down. And that really limited you guys, or should I say Ugas, offense. A lot of people was like, yo, my man. Why are you not over here throwing punches? You know what I'm saying? Why are you not fighting back? Because I had a couple friends texting me during the fight, like, yo, this guy's what was going on offensively. I'm like, bro, he can't do nothing offensively. Spence is out here basically stopping him with these body shots. That's how you slow down somebody's offense is with the body shots. That's basically what's going down. And he did, and he looked good. And unfortunately, you guys you know, had an injury. Um, a report, the report came out after the fight about the orbital bone injury. The same thing that happened to um, Kell Brook when he fought Spence, and that kind of messed up Kell Brook for a little bit after that. And 
Um, you know, all respect due to you guys. He's a, still a great warrior, a fighter to the end. Even though his eye was shut, he wanted to continue to fight on. You know, um, he's just a warrior. I, I want to apologize because I definitely said that Errol Spence was going to dominate this fight with jabs, and I was completely wrong. The man only threw 24 jabs the entire fight. So, I mean, um, yeah, he only, he only landed, excuse me, 24 jabs the entire fight. So, I thought he was going to dominate the fight with jabs. He only, he only landed 24. The fact that this man landed 192 power shots, a majority of that was to the body. Because you guys was talking heavy, you know, if he wants to fight in the, in the, um, in the trenches, he wants to fight body to body, we could do that. Yeah, okay, sir. We saw what was happening. Your body was not uh, adjusting well to those body shots, so you try to protect your body in the high guard, and then it was getting beat up, uh, straight head, uh, up, uh, uppercuts to the face. This man, Spence, had rounds where he was throwing over 90 punches in a round. This this is incredible. And he didn't seem like he was getting off the gas. He's like he just kept on attacking and attacking and attacking more. And we saw as the fight went on, Ugas' eye. Uh, I think um his right eye, I believe. Just kept growing. It was getting more swollen, more swollen. And then by the time, you know, the ending of that, I think that tenth, you saw how it ballooned to what it was. You know, it was disgusting to say the least, how much of of uh, it seemed like you guys was fighting above his his weight class because it seemed like he wanted to do fight how Spence fights or wanted to fight to Spence's strengths, saying that he could combat what he does and do it better. And you saw what happened. The guy couldn't stand with him. You know, he didn't fall down. It wasn't like a knockdown, but he was just abusing him in every way where he was just like, the fight was just going to go to no end at that point because you guys were going to lose a unanimous decision if that fight would have went to 12. Um, you know, you, you, you support and salute you guys are saying, I want to be taken out on my shield, like most fighters, most champions say. You know, they'd rather be taken out on their shield than the, for the doctor or the ref to call the fight. But, um, you know, he wasn't ready for Spence. And I, I, that was really what it was. I said it before. A lot of the fights he's taken was short, short training camps where the fighter cannot adjust to his, his game style, the way he fights. But Spence had a full camp. He had a full camp. And Spence on a full camp knows exactly what he needs to do to win the fight. Spence has done it with a lot of different guys. He did it against Garcia. He did it against Sean Porter. A lot of these opponents looked good against Spence for a while. But Spence comes out with the win because he knows what he needs to do to win the fight. And, you know, it was just an, an, a tremendous performance by Spence. I didn't think it was going to be majority body shots and then just devastating uppercuts that would take out Ugas for a TKO. Uh, you know, with the, the uh, doctor stoppage, ref stoppage. Uh, but... It was um it was a beautiful sight to see. I, I agree with what you said, Lil, about Spence's uh performance is arguably his best I've seen. I've seen him fight live in an amphitheater when he knocked the guy out the ring. So that for me was his best performance. But I, I can put that up there with his best performances that I've seen Spence fight thus far. Yeah, I mean when you talk about round seven through ten, they were just dominant from Spence. They were just dominant. And you're talking about the round after the controversial round that we're gonna get to in just a few seconds, but in that round seven, Spence landed 39 more punches than Ugas. Ugas did land a sneaky good right hand, but once again, as a microcosm of that fight, no offensive output. But um, I do want to get to that round six, okay? And I do believe we're going to have a guest popping through. Actually, not a guest, the guest, my guy, Dino, supposed to be popping through any minute now. Um, we're going to talk about that as well, but Let's go on to round six 
Okay, and let's talk about the mouthpiece gate. I call it the mouthpiece gate as Dino is making his way just in time to talk about the mouthpiece gate. We're going to allow Dino to get set up here. You know, this is in the huddle right now talking Errol Spence and your Dennis Ugas in that 10th round TKO. And we got Dino, speaking of O, Dino is in the building. And he's joining us right now just in the nick of time as we are transitioning in this Spence, you know, Ugas topic. Dino, how you doing, my guy? What's going on? Oh, man, what's going on, guys? How we all doing? I'm doing good, bro. I'm glad to be here on this mic, bro. I'm glad to be a sports fan. I'm glad to be alive. And, man, we talking about this fight right now. You came in the nick of time. We talking about Spence. We talking about you guys. I started off my take saying that this was the best Errol Spence that I have ever seen. You know, and I think when you look at the injuries, I think this made Spence better. I think people got it all twisted. I think people got it all wrong. No, he's not a shell of himself. He's better. He's more focused. You know, he's doing all the right things in training and sparring leading up to fights like this. And I think it's dangerous for the whole welterweight division. What would you say to that? And how did you ultimately um, view this fight and you being there live? You was actually in the building. How did it look from over there too? Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Being in the building, being at, you know, Jerry's World, AT&T Stadium, it was definitely, um, it was a show. The atmosphere was electric um, for the co-main event with uh, Isaac Cruz and Gamboa. The crowd was lit, and then when Spence came out, the whole crowd was going for him. There was a few Ugas supporters there, but it was definitely a Spence home fight, you know, being from Dallas and all, Spence's. And, uh, you know, my takes on the fight was Spence really fought well. I think he outlanded Ugas. It was like 232 to like 96. Yep. It was basically like, being there and seeing it, it was like Spence was just hitting a bag. Ugas really didn't have any game plan. He kind of was just sitting there, like, all clinched up, just ready to, like, counterattack. And I was a little thrown off by it. I was like, well, you got to – I was like, damn, Ugas has to throw more because, like, he's just not really making it a fight. And then in the sixth round when uh, he hit uh, Spence with a clean – it was like a right hook to the temple and knocked Spence's mouthpiece went flying out. And everyone saw it, and we were like, oh, his mouthpiece went out. We thought the ref was going to stop it. But the ref didn't stop it, and then Spence thought he did. So then Spence kind of stopped, and he went to go over to get his mouthpiece, and then Ugas hit him again with another right hook, and then Spence wobbled into the ropes, and we were like, oh, my goodness, like, he might have just – he's about to get knocked out. And then the ref stopped it. We got the mouthpiece put in Spence's mouth, and we were like, oh, man, like – I mean, Spence took the blame for it, which, you know, it's a man's thing to do, but um, we were a little thrown off by the referee. We thought that was poor refereeing because it's like – like, when the mouthpiece comes out, you got to stop the fight, put the mouthpiece back in. And the ref didn't stop it right away. We, we were just we didn't know how he couldn't see it. But um, there were a few low blows in there. There was a lot of low blows on both sides. They both got, like, two or three warnings for it. It was pretty crazy. Um, and, yeah, but other than that, Spence was really good. He was doing a lot of tactics where you know, he was getting real low, putting his head up against Ugas's gloves so Ugas couldn't get some shots off. And then he would get Ugas with, like, three quick body shots and they could get right out of there. He was slipping really well, and uh, he just looked real clean and real technical. It was a, it was a hell of a performance by Spence, and uh, Ugas, not so much. He had no answers for what Spence was doing. This was a, a very good Errol Spence. It was like he was hitting the bag the whole fight. I saw it from where I was sitting in the, in the stadium. I don't know how the referee didn't see it being two feet away because that mouthpiece went flying out of Spence's mouth. And the referee, he's got to be like, oh, hold on, hold on. He's got to get that mouthpiece and put it back in his mouth, you know, rinse it off, put it back. But in, in, as well, it also is Spence's fault. Like, 
he said in uh, the post-fight uh, interview, he was like, it's my fault. It was a rookie mistake. Like, I got to be defending myself. He said, I thought the referee said stop, but he didn't. It was my fault. Like, I agree. It's 50-50 it's split down the middle. Uh, but as we all know, Spence made up for it. He, um, he hit Ugas with a nice, uh, I think it was a right uppercut, right to Ugas' eye. And that started the swelling of Ugas' right eye. And uh, the doctor had to keep coming in and check it out. And uh, that eye was swollen shut. And it was, we were all like, man, like, that's a wrap. Like, that's it. He can't even, he couldn't even see out of it. He was, it was like little droplets of blood coming out of his right eye. It was, it was swollen shut, dude. Like, I don't know how he even went. I think he went like two rounds with the eye, like almost closed. And then the 10th round, just it closed. That was it. But he made up for it. But I definitely will um, go back on saying like it is a 50-50 split down the middle on that one. He should have been a little bit more aggressive during that round six when he did get Spence on the ropes. That's where you got to smell blood and change your offensive output and start landing a mirage and a barrage of shots. And I think he let he Spence get that, back in the fight. Imagine if that fight ended that way, though. Imagine if you guys saw the blood in the water and smelt the blood in the water when he caught him with that shot because of what transpired before that. Imagine if that's how you guys won. Like, that would have been, this would have been crazy. You, you think about yeah, media? We're going crazy on this one We're going one crazy today, on that one, especially with a guy like Spence Caliber with the Crawford fight. Right there at the corner, potentially. That would have been it. a very big thing. Yeah. yeah, then that's it. And then they're going to rematch in the fall, and then we may never get to see Spencer Crawford. Literally, yeah. But now, <laughs> now there's no excuse not to have it now. Now we better see Spence Crawford in the fall. The Can You Dig It Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Do you have dig?